It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Today's episode of the Locked On Reds Podcast is brought to you by Built Bar. Head over to BuiltBar.com and enter the promo code Locked On to get 20% off your next order. You are Locked On Reds, your daily Cincinnati Reds podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. The wait is over. The drought has ended. Trevor Bauer is the National League Cy Young. On today's podcast, we're going to celebrate the Reds' first ever Cy Young Award winner. Welcome to the Locked On Reds podcast. My name is Jeff Carr, and let's Go. Welcome into the Locked On Reds podcast. Thank you so much for joining me today. We are here to celebrate. Trevor Bauer, as expected, took home the hardware. National League Cy Young Award winner for the 2020 season. We're going to talk all about that in the future of the Reds starting rotation moving forward here on today's Locked On Reds podcast. 3-2. Strike three called. Fastball right down Broadway. Got it. And a swing and a miss. Swing and a miss. Strike three called on the outside corner. Swing and a miss. Bring him up. Trevor Bauer making a serious bid to win the National League Cy Young Award. We've been seeing it all year long. Trevor Bauer has been the most dominant pitcher in the National League, and now he is recognized for it. I'm super happy, not only as a Reds fan, that they finally now can say... The Reds have a Cy Young Award winner in their franchise history, but also for Trevor Bauer. If you've read all the stuff coming out from C. Trent, Mark Sheldon, from John Fay, from Bobby Nightingale of the Enquirer, just so much stuff has been written. Paul Doggerty on the Enquirer as well. Guys talking about the different angles of this story and the different interviews that you've had with Trevor Bauer, talking about the path that he has taken through college and now through the professional ranks of Major League Baseball, different all uh, the way that he approaches and the fact that he was so polarizing and continues to be so polarizing. There are plenty of people, plenty of my colleagues on the Locked On MLB Network that do not like him. They think that he's a jerk and they kind of dismiss him because of that. But he is an amazing talent and a very hard worker. I mean, he always talks about the different stuff that just goes way over my head. All of the different metrics that he takes on himself through the cameras that he has and the different software programs and stuff that he is able to utilize in his personal training. That's just for himself. He said once before that he has 40 different metrics each day on himself. I don't even know what that means. I can tell you if I'm hungry. I can tell you if I'm tired. And I can tell you if I'm thirsty. I can tell you if I if I want to go for a walk, um, and, and if I want to see a movie, like that's five. So I need like thirty five more. I, I don't know exactly how I would get those thirty five, but Trevor Bauer's got them. And this dude, nobody prepares harder for the game. Nobody gets ready for each start the way that Trevor Bauer does, and it's just a testament to his work ethic that he now has the hardware. He's got that trophy. But, I mean, we all knew it. We all knew that he was the best pitcher in the National League. There were some, even CBS.com was saying, ooh, maybe Jacob DeGrom will win it. No, get out of here with that. Trevor Bauer was way better than Jacob DeGrom in 2020, and I will hear no substitutes. 
But to everybody that wonders about the 2020 shortened season, and does that cheapen the award? I, no, it doesn't for me. I'm going to look back and say, hey, look, the Reds have a Cy Young Award winner. He's got the hardware. He was awarded by the baseball writers, and I will celebrate that moving forward. And, you know, it's, it's going to be something that we kind of look back on and sort of poke fun at the fact that one of his complete games was in a seven inning double header, but it's not as if he has control over that. He, he didn't go to the umpire and say, Hey, look, we're only going to play seven innings today. Okay. I'm only going to pitch seven. I, I, I believe they probably could have brought him out in the second half of that double header and let him pitch the first two innings just for posterity's sake to say, Hey, look, he pitched nine innings today because he was just on a roll. But overall, an amazing season and probably something that, uh, if we're honest, it's going to price the Reds out of him. I would love to see the Reds bring back Trevor Bauer, but I got a really uh, strong feeling that that's not going to happen. In fact, predictions have him making somewhere around $32 million per year. If it's a one-year deal, then hey, $32 million. If it's multi-year, probably still close to that total. So I just don't see the Reds being able to sign him for that. And I know that the argument is, well, if they're going to be serious about contending, then they can't get too squeamish when it comes to the total. But that's just the way this goes. I, I'm trying to not disappoint you and get you overhyped about something that's just not going to happen. Look, and if they sign him, then I'm going to have another podcast of celebration where I might just scream into this microphone for 15 minutes. I don't know. But for right now, let's celebrate the fact that he has won the Cy Young Award. All right, we're going to talk about what's next with the rotation coming up here in just a minute. But first, grab yourself a Built Bar. Grab yourself a tasty cookies and cream. Maybe a cherry bar. See ya. If you've got chocolate peanut butter as well, Go for it, man. And if you don't have any of that stuff, what are you doing? Go to BuiltBar.com and enter the promo code LOCKEDON to get 20% off your next order to see exactly what I'm raving about. Because as far as snacks go, the stuff that tastes good usually is never good for you. Built Bar has debunked that because they've made a protein bar that tastes like a candy bar. I'm serious. Four grams of sugar, four grams of fat, 16 grams of protein, but you're not going to feel like you're eating a brick of just healthy nothingness. It's got taste. It's got amazing flavor to it. And you're going to feel like you've got that satisfying snack that you were craving. So go to builtbar.com. Enter the promo code locked on for 20% off your next order and see exactly what I'm talking about. Check out builtbar.com. Enter the promo code locked on 20% off your next order. Trust me, I may not know 40 different healthy metrics on myself, but I can tell you a good snack when I see it. And Built Bar is an amazing snack. All right, so one more time. Let's just let's just all get this out in the open air. Let's admit it. Trevor Bauer is not going to be a red next season. So what does the rotation look like without him? Obviously, you've still got Sonny Gray and Luis Castillo at the top, and those are two dudes that you can go into battle with and feel really good about when the Reds head into a playoff series this upcoming season. Here's a third guy. We've talked about him before. Tyler Malley, I believe, is the number three starter for your Cincinnati Reds. Dude is an immensely talented young pitcher who is only getting better each and every year that he's pitched. Last season, he was hitting a lot of great statistics and a very, very good whiff rate so far as his main pitches are concerned. So that's only going to develop even more under Derek Johnson and Caleb Cotham. 
And I expect him to grab the reins of that number three spot in the rotation. And we're not going to feel bad about it. We're not going to look at it and have to squint and say, well, okay, he's, he's kind of good, I guess. I, I think he fills in. I think he's going to fill in just nicely. Here's the interesting thing about the departure of Trevor Bauer. Everybody's looking at this like, oh my gosh, how on earth are they going to replace a guy who finished the year with a 1.73 ERA and a strikeouts per nine ratio that was just absolutely through the roof, up into space, up into the stratosphere. The Reds don't necessarily have to replace his exact statistics. Hear me out on this. In the 11 starts that Trevor Bauer had, the Reds went six and five. So can they have a pitcher step into Trevor Bauer's spot, step into that third spot in the rotation, and give the Reds the ability to win roughly 55% of the starts that they have? Absolutely. Here's the thing, though. It's not necessarily the individual pitcher so much as it is the lineup and the fielders behind him. So when you look at how the Reds have to replace what they lose in Trevor Bauer, it's not that they have to go out and find another Trevor Bauer. They have to have a guy who can give them the chance to win 55% of his starts. I believe Tyler Malley easily has the ability to do that. So what do you do then? You have to go through and build a lineup that sustains run support to back up Tyler Malley or to back up TJ Antone or to back up Wade Miley. You don't have to have a guy go in there and throw a shutout every time he pitches. In fact, when you break down Bowers statistically, if the opposing team scored more than one run against him in one of his starts, then the Reds lost the game. That's not on Bauer. That's not something that I look at Bauer and be like, oh, man, you got to be better. I mean, come on. To ask a guy to consistently hold the opposing team to one run or less. And I'm talking about runs, including unearned runs, not just earned runs, but whenever the opponent scores more than one run against you, you lose. That, that, that makes no sense whatsoever. And that's not something you can blame Trevor Bauer on. So you got to make a better lineup. You got to make sure that the guys fielding behind him are better than they were in 2020. And I think the Reds can do that. So that's where the money needs to go that they would have to spend on Trevor Bauer which is over $30 million. If they were going to do that, they might as well go out and sign a good shortstop like Marcus Simeon and then maybe add another piece or two around the diamond. I, I, I don't advocate for them to go out and spend the $30 million on Trevor Bauer because I feel like, based on their financial positioning and the way that Major League Baseball seems to be talking about this offseason and kind of the undertones of all their words, our teams aren't going to be spending that much. I, I hope that the Reds do. I hope that they go out and they have a spending spree. But if they go out and they get Trevor Bauer, that does not fix all their ills. They already had Trevor Bauer, and they won 55% of his starts. So let that sink in for a minute. We're not talking about the Reds' need to go out and get another Cy Young Award pitcher. That'd be awesome if they could. It'd be awesome if they brought back Trevor Bauer and he won it two years in a row. But overall, the Reds can still build a very competitive and a very uh, playoff-bound team without going and re-signing Trevor Bauer. So yeah, I know that that's not exactly the way that you want to follow up the celebration of the coronation of the Reds' first ever Cy Young Award pitcher by saying, hey, they're all right without him next year. But I believe they are. Because the big picture is how do the Reds get more wins? 
and it's not necessarily that they get a certain pitcher. It's that they support the pitchers on their staff better with a better lineup and a better defensive uh, group behind him, whether they are good at fielding, whether they are really good with the shift, whatever it is. I mean, the Reds were absolutely decimated by teams that were really good at shifting and really good at pitching into the shift. So hopefully the Reds can develop some sort of system like that defensively for 2021 because winning 55% of a certain pitcher's starts just does not seem like a huge ask. And when you break it down that way, I think we all can breathe a little bit easier when we look at how do the Reds fill the rotation spot of Trevor Bauer. So with that being said, obviously Tyler Malley, great candidate to fill in the number three spot. Then for the remaining two spots in the rotation, we're talking about Wade Miley, TJ Antone, Michael Lorenzen, and then who knows, maybe Nick Lodolo and Hunter Green are ready to step up. Maybe they're ready to compete for that fifth rotation spot. And if anything, they could be part of a piggyback starting situation. I'd like to see the Reds carry one or two long relievers like Michael Lorenzen and TJ Antone and guys like that so that you could have a situation where your four and five starters don't have to give you five or six good innings. Maybe they give you three innings. Maybe they give you four innings, and then you bring in a long reliever who can give you another three or something like that, then you're not taxing your middle relief and your late inning guys by bringing them in early on in the game. And I think the Reds have the talent with TJ Antone and Michael Lorenzen to at least have a competent back end of the rotation. And I don't think Wade Miley is as bad as he was last season. Now, I'm not saying that he's going to come out and have an ERA that's close to three. I'm expecting something more closer to four. But if you think about it this way, we always talk about pitchers and quality starts. Do you know what the ERA is of a pitcher who hits a quality start? It's 4.5. So if he has an ERA around 4, that means that he's having a quality start more than 50% of the time, and I'm totally okay with that. So that's how you fill this rotation out. You don't have to go out and spend money on another starting pitcher. You don't have to go out and sign a Marcus Stroman. You don't have to go out and bring back Trevor Bauer. You don't have to go out and get you know Cole Hamels or whoever that some people are probably thinking, oh my gosh, if they don't bring back Trevor Bauer, they got to go out and get this guy. You have in-house options and you have the ability to use that money elsewhere like shortstop that we've been talking about ever since the offseason began. Maybe catcher and maybe elsewhere. Maybe you make a trade for a big guy like Francisco Lindor. Who knows? We'll see how that all plays out. But that's just my two cents. When I look at this, when I look at the situation that the Reds have in front of them, they do not have to go all out and sign Trevor Bauer and hamstring themselves at other positions. They have the ability to get better and get more wins with the pitchers that they have and moves in other places. But that's going to do it for us here today. All right, tomorrow... We're going to do a throwback. We're going to look back at the dead ball era. Cam Miller joins me on the podcast to talk about the dead ball era. And in fact, I think I may have unwittingly started a series of throwback episodes with Cam Miller that we will continue throughout the offseason as we look at the history of the Reds in an era that most people have forgotten simply because it's been 110 years or 100 years since the ending of the era, 120 years since the era began. So it's not as if we've got a whole lot of people like 
boy, oh boy, man, the the Reds in the early 1900s, those were the days. You don't really have anybody talking about that. Also, on the Lockdown Reds line, for those of you that are Big Red Machine truthers and guys that love the Big Red Machine and got a chance to watch them, did you have guys back then saying, boy, I I pine for the days of the old Reds and stuff like that? Let me know. On the Lockdown Reds line, 513-549-0159. But that's going to do it for us here today. Now, tell your smart device to play the Locked On MLB podcast. And I'll talk to all of you with Cam Miller tomorrow. Let's go, Rex. Hey. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.